0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests yes. throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say, on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We got David Cook, winner of season seven, American Idol on. Yes. And we're excited to talk to him a little bit about his story and talk some music and just see where this goes. Mm-hmm. So, David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Nice to talk to you guys. It's definitely I'm our pleasure here. to have you on. Um, <laughs> <coughs> as you know, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Crazy year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how has COVID affected you this year, and what have you done to kind of maneuver through that? Um,
1: admittedly, you know, we've been pretty blessed. I, I don't think, um, you know, we've been able to kind of navigate the pitfalls uh, easier than most. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, with with where technology is at, being able to play shows online and, and do stage at shows and stuff like that has been helpful. Um. And we've just kind of leaned into it. I, I, I think my wife and I have gotten so accustomed to um, me being home for a little bit and then going <laughs> home for a little bit, um, and so really having this extra time with each other has been good. Um, awesome. But uh, I certainly do miss—I uh, do miss live shows for sure. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's like with us. You know, we launched a show January third,
1: mm-hmm. and our
0: ultimate goal the first year was a hundred interviews. We thought if we did that. We would it build the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happens. Okay. And I told Sandy that, you know what? Yeah. This could be our year to shine. Yeah. Because um, artists like you, actors, and everybody in our entertainment are going to need a place to talk. Yeah. And we're going to give them that platform. Yeah. And because of that, you are interview number 303. Yeah. We are three three—a
1: good number it's a good number
0: <laughs> in fact you're the in third interview with it today Yeah. yeah. That's- now granted we don't normally do three interviews in a day but, that's right it's usually one to two but you know when things get co- come at me and they're like you know somebody says oh we can do this time Yeah. oh we'll do it
1: right <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you on that <laughs>
0: so as you know um when you get out there um now I forget, my, my mind just went completely blank. When did you know, I got it. When did you know that music could be a career? Because, you know, a lot of people that will ask you, mm-hmm. um, when did you want to do music? Sure. But I like to go deeper than that and talk about when did you, when did it click that this
1: could be a career? Honestly, <laughs> probably... I mean, when I thought it could be a career, was probably college. When I thought like there was a good chance of it yeah. do it as a career for a while, was probably like top three on Idol. Oh wow! Uh, yes, it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I always acknowledge like there's so many things, especially in an industry like this, that are completely out of your control. Um, oh yes, right. So for me, it was just I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on this 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 ride and and kind of see where it takes me and. Um. yeah, so Idol was really just like, <laughs> it's going to be fun and I'll get some experience out of it and, see <laughs> it. and then it just kept snowballing. And so it really wasn't until I got wow. to leave the Idol bubble and go home for my home visit, which was top three, and kind of see wow. what um, what the outside world looked like again. Uh, that's when I was like, oh, okay, there's a chance, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 That was probably is- the first time.
0: And it sounds like, you know, what, what you were just saying a while ago too, because we've had we've had some legends on our show. And it's amazing. They they see things a little different than a lot of people they because they've been doing it for so long. Yes. They're like, you know, um, I always believed I could make it. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't make it for the long haul unless you have some luck in there too. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's it's um uh, you you gotta have you know, it's got to be the right sound or the right mm-hmm. song at the right time and the right ears, and um, yeah, that's all just, I mean, that's that's throwing darts at a dartboard, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Oh, goodness, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've been really fortunate now to have, uh, you know, I've, I played in bands for 10 years before Idol, and now I'm 12 years on the other side of it, so 22 years now being able to wow. play oh, wow. and make Um, you know, some semblance of cash is, it's not,
0: (laughs) you know, so tell us about that moment. You know, what made you decide to try out for Idol? And what was that moment going in front
1: of the judges? Um, what prompted me to actually audition was, was very, um, man, it was just, it was, you know, serendipity. It was just all these different things kind of coming together at this exact right moment. I had gone to Omaha with my little brother and my mom. My little mm-hmm. brother audition. Uh, I didn't really see it as a path for me. So uh, I was just, you know, I was broken, <laughs> bartending, and playing acoustic shows in Oklahoma. So for me, it was like free vacation, you know. <laughs> zoo, it'll be great. And, um, yeah, I got talked into it in line while we were in line to register. Uh, oh, Wow. Yeah. I picked a song that, um, you know, I played it like acoustic gigs to pay rent and Mm -hmm. uh, didn't really have a whole lot of time to overthink it, which was nice. And Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, uh, it didn't, I I was admittedly really nervous. I think once it got to the point where I was auditioning in front of the judges, I I, I think purely because that's when it started to feel um, real. Yeah. No, really. It it started to feel like, okay, like this is really happening. This isn't like just some, you know, weird drawn out experience that like doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, this could actually happen. Um, Yeah. But up to that point, it just all felt very surreal and and kind of peripheral in a way, which helped because I, Mm -hmm. you know, overthink it. I love that. Now,
0: anybody that's watching this live or the replay, be sure to share, share, share. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now one thing I like to talk about on the show um, mm-hmm. that I think nobody talks about really out there, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of a Blake Shelton, mm-hmm. the, you know, the glory of a Carrie of mm-hmm. a Miranda. Mm-hmm. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their levels, but even a career level. Right. And I think it's the most important thing that needs to be talked about. You know, nobody talks about it. it's like a hush hush thing. Mm-hmm. And so I always like to talk about that. So I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. Sure. Back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. And I'll never forget, I asked Allison what advice she would give an up and coming artist. And she said, This is going to sound funny coming from someone full time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything, if you can see yourself doing something else, mm-hmm. go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, Because the moment you want it to be a career, everything changes. He goes, you no longer own your own life. Everybody owns kind of a piece of you from that point on your friends and relatives never understand. Invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to getaways, but you know, and the holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, you can't say no to a gig. And and you definitely don't want to be the artist that cancels a gig once it gets started. And friends and relatives sometimes don't understand that side of it. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, your family has to sacrifice You know, you having a wife and all that, she has to sacrifice and give you up to the world, so to speak. You know, but then she added. But if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because Mm -hmm. the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side of it a little bit.
1: She's a hundred percent. Right. Uh, I, 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 uh, Oh, hi, Christina. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I gave myself every opportunity to do other things. Like I, I, I went to college, uh, on a theater scholarship and, mm-hmm. um, and then got to the point where I had to choose between the band I was in or that. And I was like, uh, all right, I enjoyed this. So I went with the band. Um, and then, you know, I got a graphic design degree and there were some job offers after college and I had to turn those down for music, you know. And, uh, and I say had to because it never really felt like a decision that had to be. Yeah. Made. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is the obvious choice, you know. Uh, and I look back on it now like, man, those could have been disastrously yeah. decisions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's it's that. It's it's having, uh, you know, if you don't have the conviction of, of being able to stand on your own two feet and say, this is, this is what I am. This is what I'm yeah. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the industry can kind of chew you up pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think uh, that what she said is pretty damn near gospel for sure. And, and,
0: and, you know, a lot of times people don't understand artists, entertainers, actors and all that, mm-hmm. because, you know, like a lot of times a big artist, they'll be interviewed. And the hosts always ask the same cause always one question that they all get asked. What would you be doing if music didn't work? And the answer 90% of the time is I would just be a broke musician because I had no plan B and the world don't understand that side of it. But when it comes to being an entertainer,
1: you have to be that. Yeah. Without question. It's, it's, um, I attribute it this way. Like I, I think anytime I go out on stage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am I am acknowledging the prospect that everything could go wrong, and there's no net in a live setting. You are on stage, and if everything goes mm-hmm. wrong, you've got an audience looking at you like, like right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I, I think there's such a um, a Vegas gambling aspect to the whole thing that mm-hmm. it's impossible to live that um, any other way, but all in. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there, there is something to be said for, for kind of, uh, you know, flying through the air without a net for sure.
0: And you know, when we, we lost, when we lost our show, January 3rd, that was one thing that we, we were different than everybody out there because a lot of people that, you know, we, when we started, we started audio, not video. Sure. Yeah. And we just started That's videos right. October. Um, October. Mm-hmm. um, so when we started, I always said, you know what? I want to be live. Uh, you know, whatever happens happens and it makes it fun. You don't know. You got to stay on your toes mm-hmm. and most everything records everything. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to have to worry about editing <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you. I was a little lazy too. You know, <laughs> it's like what happens here stays here. Uh-huh. So-
1: Work smart, not hard. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: And, and you know, yes. But you know what? I think that's what made our show so different this year mm-hmm. than a lot of the ones out there. Is You know what? We are what we are. We're laid back. I mean, we've had a few but boob- like at the beginning of this one. I, I had a brain, brain freeze there for a second. Yeah. And I was like, I was sometimes. like, OK, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> We're here. We're living it. It's good. And, and you know, that, that's what that's what I love about what y'all do because again you got to be vulnerable with what you do yeah get on get on that stage and you know what when you sing that song that you wrote mm-hmm. you have no idea what's about to happen you have no idea if you're going to be accepted if you're going to be booed that's
1: got to be an adrenaline in itself huh it's um it is uh, it, it is it is pretty it makes me pretty anxious you know if I'm being honest like I, I, if I go on stage to play a new song it's um it's again it's that acknowledgement that this might not go the way I want it to go. Uh-huh. How am I gonna adapt to that? Um because it really is I think every show is a uh is a chess match. You know yeah. like, right, I'm gonna make this move but I don't know what move they're gonna make. And once they make that move I then then I got to figure it out. Um and that's kind of the joy of it. And that's one of the things that keeps me coming back to it really is that ultimately in a live setting, um, you know, you take all the creative aspects out, which mm-hmm. I I think mm-hmm. that's what I love more than anything is the creative aspects of it. But take that out of the equation, the romanticism of like any given night you're going to go on stage and that show is going to happen that night. Never again. Um, you are never going to play the same show twice. Um, yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. It, it's. Uh, I like being a part of creating something um, that is just for kind of us in the room. You know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the romanticism of all this that, that 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 I really enjoy.
0: So as you know, um, a lot of people they see the artists like yourself, but they don't see like the PR people, the producers, the managers, and I feel they don't get enough love for what they do. Sure. And so I always want to talk about that side of it because it's so important. So if you want to tell us a little bit about the team
1: that helps you be who you are. Sure. Um yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> this this does not just happen. I uh no, I, I uh, so I have my my manager uh, uh who I've been with for about a year now. Um I hired we 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 agreed to work together and I hired her right before the pandemic hit. So she. <laughs> oh wow. A, a horrible hand to start off, but she's been great. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you know, and I got, I've got PR, and I've got business managers, and um, I've been fortunate to get to do some acting. Um, so I've got an oh. acting manager. And, oh wow! Uh, oh great! All these different things, um, all these different folks that kind of really uh, help make this to where like i am able to come and talk to you because i'm not like i have so much work to do i can't possibly talk to anybody actually quite a bit of free time because uh of those folks so uh, they are um they're huge they're awesome
0: i love that you know speaking of a team we kind of have a third co-host that we always bring on our little eight-year-old to ask a couple questions his name's christopher so sandy's gonna go get him We've got a 21 month old little daughter that when she gets older, she don't know it yet, but she'll be plugged in the show too.
1: That's right. That's right. Family band. I love it. Yeah. Cause we are definitely a family affair. Oh, that's awesome. I like, I like these comments on the bottom. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> you're in France. I love you. Single. Oh, wow. Can you give a shout out to my friend, Sarah? Hi, Sarah. <laughs>
0: that's cool. And that's one cool thing about the Streamyard thing that we use. Sure, uh, you can pull up the comments and as People are making comments and stuff. Oh, that's cool! I dig that.
1: <coughs> like a little so that, news banner along the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and that's what. Can you imagine if the pandemic would have happened ten years ago compared to now? Because we got this technology here that's a that's been a game changer for artists like you.
1: We were talking about this last night. I. It seems so strange how how much like a part of the zeitgeist that all of this has become. Because like I think about like, um, yeah, you exactly that question exactly. Like how how would we have navigated all this if we weren't able to connect with people? Excuse me, this way. Like even if it's, um, you know, like we're doing Zoom stuff with our families over Christmas, yeah. and it's like how would we have done this otherwise? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, strange. <laughs> Lori's, Lori Murphy's, uh, uh, avatar. there's pretty nice. Yeah. What's happening? Hi David. Hi, David. What's your favorite song? My favorite song. Um, I always go back to uh, a song called when the levy breaks by Led Zeppelin. That's probably. Oh, wow. That. wow. And next.
0: Okay. What's your favorite food?
1: Favorite food. Uh, Pizza. <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> see, I knew I liked you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: If we fed him, you know, all day long, he'd he'd eat it, he'd eat it all day long.
1: Hey, there's nothing. I, I, I my my wife feels differently on this. There's nothing better in the morning than like cold pizza.
0: Uh huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. like we had
1: we had pizza last night. We did. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean you have pizza today, too. That's perfect. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? Uh, No, that's it. All right. Easy enough. Man, you have was, uh, I was nervous for that part of the interview. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye, buddy. <laughs> uh, somebody said I-
0: they want to meet you uh, one day. Oh, I'd like to meet you, too. <laughs> 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 to meet folks. so yeah. what would you say surprised you the most about
1: being on idol um wow there's a lot i i think um the one that really stands out to me was i i, I think i had it in my head what um what it would be like going in, like, you know, okay, we'll work on our songs during the week and then we'll be on TV and we'll sing our songs, Mm -hmm. lather, rinse, repeat. But there's so much, I don't want to call it ancillary stuff, but there's so many other things that that go into being on that show from week to week. I remember, you know, during our season Mm -hmm. sponsor responsibilities and we were we would shoot um, you know like music video commercial things for Ford. And then not only are we working on our songs, we're also working on the group numbers. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, there's interviews and this, that, and the other kind of every day. Um, so it got re- I, I, that four and a half month stretch that I was in LA on the show. Uh, it wasn't uncommon to do like four hours of sleep a night. And then it's just wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. going again, um, which you know, if somebody had told me that those were the general hours of being a music, uh, like a working musician, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, at that point in my life, I was very much a fan of sleep. Um, <laughs> so and I guess I still am. I just don't get as much of it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, that was I, I think literally just the the level of commitment to being a successful artist on that level. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this past February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she want to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I asked the guest that same question, because the answers Kelsey gave us five years ago is almost to the T of what she's living now.
1: It is. I mean,
0: she had that vision. She knew where she was going and nobody was stopping her. Um, So knowing that,
1: Mm -hmm. where do you want to be in five years? Five years from now, my—I I will say this—if you'd asked me that question after Idol, my answer would been would been would have been very different. I, I think my goal certainly shifted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Five years from now, I just—I just, I just want to enjoy what I'm doing. But more than anything, I, I acknowledge what a gift that is at this point um, to be able to do something that I truly enjoy doing for a career, which not everybody gets to do um so I think that's number one um so it's your birthday today oh no it's my birthday on Sunday Oh, okay. oh Sunday. I, yes. <laughs> <you today.
0: laughs>
1: happy early birthday yeah, thank you yeah uh, I I turn I turn an age on Sunday yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I think ultimately that's that's really been my only goal, and that's kind of been yeah. the yeah. thing I've done is just like, you know, am I going to enjoy doing it? And is it going to, you know, expand, uh, yeah. or mm-hmm. that's really been it.
0: Now let's look 10, 15 years down the road. And let's say that you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like you're there to sure. accomplish what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him?
1: These are some lofty questions, and I appreciate them. Uh, <laughs> to not to not lose perspective, you know, and to take take moments. I think I think that was the, the, the most important lesson that was passed on to me very early in the idol process was like, mm-hmm. take mental snapshots because this isn't going to happen again. Yeah, right. And, and, and I was fortunate enough to get that advice and, and kind of take it to heart. So, like, I, I, I do remember little moments along the way that, like, I remember sitting back um, the day after the finale and I didn't sleep at all that night. So the, the morning wow. after, I'm doing, like, morning press and stuff like that. And I'm just exhausted and I've got, like, a red Solo cup with some beer in it. Uh, rent, yeah and uh yeah. i just remember like sitting there and looking at the beer level, like this is absurd this is never gonna happen <laughs> you know i mean um just little things like that that are just for me you know like i remember all the big stuff that like yeah I yeah i can mm-hmm. find on youtube but like those little moments are-
0: yeah, i think sometimes people forget you know if you don't enjoy that journey on the way then it's going to cheapen that destination when you get there.
1: It will. I, I'm of the mind that if you can't enjoy the process, then what's the point of going through it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, I, Absolutely. I, I, you've got to embrace it. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, yeah. I, 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 I again, so, so that might be some of the best advice I ever got. And I'm, and I'm, I'm thankful that my ears were open when it was being said to me. You know,
0: um, Let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and and they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. Mm-hmm. But let's say they've only played 40 or 50 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they're looking over the crowd. The crowd's roaring for them. They mm-hmm. know they're in the right place and they come to you and they say, David, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years?
1: I would tell them that their number one job is to convince other people of that. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I, I think. Uh, listen, the, the 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 path that I've been fortunate enough to be on was paved by more talented um, uh, musicians and 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 performers mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, didn't, didn't get to the end of that path. Um, And, you know, I, I, I think in a lot of cases, it, it, it really is just not, not being able to convince other people of that, you know, because that's what ultimately that's what our job is, you know, is, is to, is to, you know, write songs that connect with people on a human level. Yeah. Mm -hmm form those songs in a way that connect with people. So it's all about connecting with people. Exactly. Um, right. And so we are in effect salesmen.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> Inspiring salesmen.
1: Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's all about salesmen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> so if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be?
1: Mm. Hmm um goodness gracious that's a question <laughs> uh, i always end up kind of circling back to springsteen oh wow oh, that's really. a good one. i yeah. think he has such a i i love his i love his narrative ability as a songwriter i, I think <laughs> he's he's been so good for so long at finding interesting but accessible ways to paint a picture, Do you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just even if the song we wrote was garbage, I think just to be in a <laughs> room with him, yeah, maybe, that, maybe, uh, process. maybe rub off on me would be great. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so Sandy's got a couple of questions.
1: Okay, I'll do yeah. the last two. How would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Um, I feel like I live in this area between pop, rock, and alternative. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in a rural area between those three cities. Okay. And last question, what do you want your legacy to be with your music? What do you want to be known for as an artist? Um, I think just... I, I i ultimately I want as many people as possible to find something for themselves in the songs that I write that so when people come up to me and tell me you know I love this song because i love when phrases start that way i the, this song spoke to me because I love it because that means that they're they're taking something away from it and yeah. yeah and that's i don't know i feel like that's kind of my bag is is and And one of the reasons I got into this was just to 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 be somebody that can write songs like that,
0: because songs are supposed to move people. You know, i I want to feel every emotion when I hear music. And oh, you know, yes. and that's what makes a
1: great songwriter. I feel like music is it may be the only art form that can accentuate other art forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know music is used in movies to accentuate the visual of movies uh, and television. Right. And, you Absolutely. Know, I, I, I get a different experience if I'm looking at a, at a painting in silence versus if I'm looking at that same painting with maybe some music playing in the background. Um, yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. Music is just this through way through all different sorts of art and expression and creation and, Experience and um, and so to be a a small cog in that wheel is um, uh, you know is it, it's an honor it really is you know because we
0: want to honor the the peop- your teams um, that gave us yes. thirty minutes but you um, mm-hmm. we're going to come to a close now so if you want to tell everybody how they can reach out to you that'd be awesome yeah
1: sure um, so my website davidcookofficial.com um i'm at the david cook on twitter uh, i believe it's david cook official on instagram uh you can uh, go to facebook which i i think if you just search david cook it pops up i'm not sure of the actual extension um and then um we're currently working on um, a new ep and you can kind of be a part of that by going to newproject.david.com uh, and uh at any of those places you can check out my uh, my my newest musical output. I, I just put out a, a, a new single called Strange World uh, that you can check out. And then we have a song called Reds Turn Blue. Both of those will be on the new EP. And that's it, I think.
0: <laughs> I love that. You know, we yeah. really enjoyed having you on the show you today. Did. And we look forward to having you back down the road for some updates. Mm-hmm. I
1: love it. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Oh,
0: thanks so much for your you time have a great today. day.
1: Yeah, you too.